Hello all, welcome or welcome back to And Everything In Between. I'm your host, Mela. So, I mentioned how I record every other Sunday, and last week wasn't my date for recording, but I wouldn't have been able to record anyways because I went to New York City for the first time, and it was literally so cool because I've never been there before, and I feel like everyone has been there before. Like, not everyone, but a lot of my friends, a lot of the people I know, a lot of the adults I know have been to New York City or lived in New York City, and it's so cool. Like, it's a really cool city, and I'm just so excited to share what I saw and what I learned because even visiting New York City for just a few days taught me so much, and I just, I think it's really special, and so I want to share what I learned. But first, let me talk about my favorite things about New York City. One has got to be that they have so many designer stores, and it's not as if I'm going in them to the stores and I'm buying something. Like, I'm, I have no money to buy something, but I see Chanel, Dior, Valentino, Coach. I see all these cool designer stores, and like the mannequins in front of them are just like dressed head to toe and just the coolest outfits ever. And then you look inside and you see all of these gorgeous clothes that I know I wouldn't be able to afford. But I saw the Dior like makeup and stuff that everyone has, like the lip oils. Oh my God, they were so pretty. I literally, that was definitely one of my favorite parts, just looking and window shopping in the designer stores. And then just shopping in general because New York City has so many places to shop. And I honestly, there's like so many flea markets and thrift places. Like you could literally turn your head, you turn your head and there's a flea market. And you turn your head the other way and there's another flea market or there's another little thrift pop-up stand on the sidewalk or something. It's so cool. And then I think my third favorite thing about New York was definitely people watching because there's very interesting people and there's very fashionable people and it seems that everywhere you turn there's someone doing something different and it's just so cool and I actually went to Washington Square Park and they had a lot of people just like playing music doing cool dances like there was so much there and little like pop-up stands to shop at it was so cool I love people watching, just like sitting on the bench and watching people walk by. And I'm not creepy. That's not creepy. I promise that's not creepy. It's actually so fun. And you can't really do that where I live because everyone where I live is just kind of like, I live in Ohio, by the way. It's just kind of like not similar, but New York City definitely has more diverse, more interesting people, I think, especially to people watch with. So I really enjoyed that. But The main thing that I wanted to talk about, like I said earlier, were lessons I learned from New York City because it was such a diverse and just huge city in general and you, like, you learn so much stuff. You learn so much stuff. You learn so many things, I should say. But yeah, I just want to talk about that. So let me give you a little background to what was going on before I left in New York City. So 
the week the weekend that I was in New York City was Labor Day weekend, so I had Monday off of school. But of course, that means the teachers are piling on the homework because they're like, oh, three-day weekend, they can spend it doing homework. So that was kind of annoying. But I had so much homework and I wasn't going to have time to do it in New York City. And I wouldn't have wanted to anyway because it's like, I'm not going to be in one of the coolest cities in the world and sit in my room and do homework for the three days that I'm there. Like, that doesn't make sense. So I had to finish all of my homework before... I actually left and I was doing the work that I was assigned that week and the work I was assigned for three more days in one week. And when I say, actually, it was more like I was doing that amount of work in three days because I didn't start doing it until Wednesday instead of Monday, which was a bad decision on my part. But anyways, so I literally had so many mental breakdowns. I think it's okay to say that because I feel like at some point, everyone has mental breakdowns about their work or their school or whatever is going on in your life that's stressing you out. And for me, it's my schoolwork. And so I had literally a mental breakdown every night just coming home from school and having so much work to do and knowing that I wouldn't be able to do it over the weekend and that I had a test right when I got back from New York City. So I'm so stressed. I, it was almost to the point where I wasn't even going to go to New York. I was going to stay home and just do schoolwork because I had so much to do. And so before I would even start working, I would just cry because it was like I didn't even know where to start. I had so much to do. And I'm thinking back to it. It was a rough week. It was a really, really rough week. But yeah, I was just going to stay home and just do work because that's how much work I had. But then I somehow finished most of it. And so I'm on the plane. I'm like stressing because I'm like, oh, I still have to study for this test. And I'm just, all I'm thinking about is school and what I have to do for school. And I'm just stressing over that so much. And then I get on the plane. I've been on the plane. We're landing not landing, but we're like 20 minutes away from landing. And I look out the window and I see the sights of New York City. And I see all the tall skyscrapers, the parks, all the trucks and cars like going by these like multi-layered highways. I know there's a word for that. Like highways that are like, they're like kind of like a maze. I don't, not a maze, but you know what I'm talking about where there's like so many that are overlapping each other. There's definitely like an architectural word for that that I don't know or I can't think of right now, but you know what I'm talking about. So I see all of that and I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen anything like this before. I've never seen such a huge place with so much infrastructure and so many cool buildings by the way, I'm going to say cool a lot in this episode. I need to expand my vocabulary, but cool is the only word I can think of right now. So it's cool or nothing. So just deal with it. So I see so many cool buildings and the sights. I never seen anything like it before. And my breath, like my mind is just blown. I'm, my breath is taken away from looking out the window and seeing these amazing things. So when we land, <clears throat> sorry, we get an Uber to our hotel and I'm looking outside in the car and it's like dead silent in the car. So I just have plenty of time for my thoughts and just 
looking at the window and seeing the sights of New York City. And I just, I see, I turn my head, I see a group of people playing frisbee in a park. Then I see people gathered around someone that's like singing with their guitar or whatnot. And then I turn around and I see a group of friends headed out to dinner dressed in really cool outfits. Again, cool outfits. But there's just, everyone's doing something. Everyone's living their life and they just look like they have, they're just, they just look like they're carefree. They're stress-free. And obviously they're not. Obviously each person has their own individual problems that they're dealing with. But from what I could see, everyone was just doing things that made them happy and living their life. And there was nothing about them that suggested they were stressed over something. And when I actually took a step back and I looked up at the world around me and I saw these buildings and I saw people going about their everyday lives and having fun and just living their life, I realized that I was kind of trapped in my own little bubble of school and constantly thinking about schoolwork and thinking that school is my life and it's all I'm going to be thinking about and doing for the rest of my life. And then I look around at the world around me and I realize there's so much more to whatever I'm stressing about. These people, these people aren't weighed down by their test coming up on Tuesday. They're out having fun. They're living their life. And I didn't realize that. All I'm thinking about when I go to New York City is my test, my things I have to do for school. And then I just see everyone just living, just living. That's that's as much as I can say. They're just living their life. And I realize that when you stop and you take a look at the world around you, there's a place. There's a place where you will not be stressed about your problems anymore. I'm not going to be stressed about schoolwork forever. New York City was that place that I saw I won't be stressed about this forever. There is some place somewhere where your problems are not your problems, where you don't have these problems. And New York City for me was that place. It might be for you, it might be the beach. It might be your favorite restaurant or something. It might be your grandparents' house. It might be wherever. But there is a place somewhere where your problems aren't your problems where you're not stressed about something and whatever you are stressed about or whatever you were stressed about before isn't something you're stressed about anymore and when I get when I got to New York City and I saw everyone just doing their own individual things that people do I was like wow no one is stressing about their math test they're just doing things that make them happy There's a place where I'm not going to be stressed about my test anymore or my schoolwork. And I think it's important to realize that, that our struggles are not infinite, that they will end someplace they don't exist. And yeah, so I just, I'm really happy I realized that because now I take it with me now that I'm back at home and I'm just back in school in the swing of things, I still think that somewhere I'm not going to be stressing about this I'm not going to be stressing about this project or about this fight with a friend or whatever somewhere I'm not stressing about this and it kind of just gets me through because I'm thinking that 
these problems aren't forever. These problems aren't going to be my life. In 10 years, I'm not going to be thinking about studying for this test I have and how stressed I am. That's not an, that's not a problem that's going to last forever. That problem will end. There's a place where it has ended. So, I really hope that makes I really hope that made sense. Um I just think I just I don't know. I I've been thinking about that a lot and it's just helping me get through all the hard things that I'm doing right now. So, hopefully it'll help you get through with it. If you're annoyed at me for saying the same things five times and repeating myself, then that's okay because I would probably be annoyed with me too. And yeah. But the next thing I realized about New York City is, first of all, on social media, you see all these influencers that show the cool, fun, interesting, oh my god, my adjectives are so bad, oh my god, but anyways, you see all these influencers that are posting about cool parties New York City has and these amazing architecture and monuments and places to go to, you see all these different shops and you see all these different people, different ethnicities, different backstories, different lives. And you see all of that on social media. And when I saw all of that on social media, when I see all these influencers posting about New York Fashion Week and posting these videos about how fun New York is, how cool it is, how everything is positive, New York City, it almost glamorizes it it does glamorize it because when I come to New York City, I'm expecting all the stuff people are posting about for there to be cute little shops everywhere. I'm expecting there to be people, really kind people everywhere. Although New York City, I did meet very kind people, but I'm expecting there to be like people that have parties to go to and all this stuff and expecting it to be glamorized like it is on social media. And then when I get to New York City, I see that there's a really large amount of homeless people. And it's really sad because you don't know where these people were. You don't know what happened to them that led them to be to become homeless. And it's just really sad to see. But you don't see that on social media. You don't see people begging for food and suffering you don't see that on social media. No one is showing that side of New York City on social media. They're just showing the fun side where if your life is all put together, then New York City is the place to be for you. And it's just glamorized so much because I'm seeing like trash and litter everywhere. I'm even in parks. There's so much litter and so much trash. And I never see that on social media. On social media, I see beautiful pictures of people having a picnic at a park and you can't see a piece of trash in sight and then when you get to New York City and you look at the streets there's just litter everywhere and a lot of pollution sorry I like tripped over that word a lot of pollution and I'm no way saying that well New York City has litter and people are suffering so it's a bad city no New York City is beautiful but the thing is, it's glamorized on social media and people aren't talking about both sides because there's always two sides to every place. There's the beautiful side and then there's the side where people are suffering, there's pollution, there's litter and no one's talking about it. No one's showing that side. 
And I think that it's important for people to understand that every place is going to have its positives and negatives. New York City is a beautiful city, but it's definitely glamorized on social media. All these influencers that move to New York City, all these people that are flocking to New York City, they all have a home, they all have a nice apartment, they all go to a cool college, they all have important lives, or in interesting lives, not important, but I mean, they are important, but you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. But they all have these really interesting lives, and they're not showing that people are homeless, people are struggling, people don't have a place to live, people are constantly suffering. No one is showing that part of New York City. And it's just really sad because I wish people would show both sides to every place so that we know that people are suffering and they need a voice and we need people to see that not every place is perfect because there is no perfect place. Each place has good and bad things about it. And I think New York City is definitely one of those places. Sorry. Oh my God. I just, I have like a little, a slight sniffle and I forgot that I'm literally have a microphone right in front of me and I just sucked in my snot and my nose. And you guys are probably like, that's literally disgusting that I just did that. Oh my God. Sorry about that. That was, I keep forgetting that there's a microphone right in front of me. And I also keep forgetting that I can't talk super loud because everything I say is pronunciated 10 times higher than what I'm saying it. So, and clearer. So, sorry about that. I forgot that I have a microphone right in front of me. But the next thing I learned about New York City is from my people watching experiences, especially One of my favorite things about people watching, or the reason I love people watching so much, is that people have their own individual style, and they have their own individual way of doing their hair, doing their makeup. They have their, even everyone has their own individual way of dressing up, going out for the day, and saying, this is how I want to be viewed by other people. And so... I just saw everyone with such interesting personal style. Everyone was wearing what they wanted to wear, what represented their personality and who they thought that they were. And I saw so many interesting outfits, so many things that I was like, wow, I would never wear that because that's not my style. But like this person is wearing it with, um, what is that word? They're wearing it with, pride. I don't know why I'm like losing my mind over vocabulary today, but they're wearing their personal style with pride. And I see all these people with amazing outfits and I'm like, oh my God, like this is a place where this is the place where you can wear whatever you want and no one's judging you. No one's going to say, oh, that's weird. I would never wear that because everyone is also wearing what they would wear and everyone recognizes the fact that that might not be my style but that's okay because I'm not the one wearing it I'm wearing what I love to wear and everyone is so creative with fashion and with the way that they announce themselves to the world 
with the way they do their hair and their makeup. I saw so many different looking people with like different styles of how they dress themselves and how they put on makeup and it was so cool and I wanted to take pictures of people's outfits because I was like oh this needs to be on my Pinterest board ASAP. I wanted to take pictures of their outfits but I didn't because that definitely would have been really creepy and I was also okay the thing is I was scared to compliment people on their outfits because I saw so many people with cool outfits and I wanted to be like, oh my god, I love your outfit because I know if someone said that to me and gave me a compliment on my outfit, it's like the best compliment you can get. It just means so much. And I really wanted to compliment people, but I was scared. I was scared to give compliments to people, but it's like, if you think someone looks cool, give them a compliment because that just, that can make someone's day. That can save someone's life when it really comes down to it. I mean, compliments are, there's nothing wrong with giving a compliment. No one's going to be like, oh, that was a bad compliment. Like what? Like there's no reason to be anxious about giving compliments. And I'm saying that to myself because so many times, countless times, Dozens of times I saw people's outfits and I wanted to say, I love your outfit or I love your shoes. I love your hair, whatever. And I didn't. And I just, I don't know. I wish I did because a compliment can make someone's day. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, everyone is kind of doing their own thing with how they appear and everyone just kind of has a place to go and no one's worried about being judged by other people because there's so many different types of people living in New York City and I kind of was like I kind of was just like this is amazing this is amazing I love how everyone has their own style but also at the same time I felt a little pressured to come up with these amazing outfits that are just as wonderful and creative as everyone else's outfits and I kind of felt this pressure that I had to go above what other people were wearing I had to or go to the equivalent of what they were wearing just so I could feel like I was I also had a cool style or in a special personal style and honestly I feel like that can be really damaging because it starts this cycle of self-comparison and as much as I love how everyone has their own style and wears these amazing outfits, I think that sometimes it's not such a good thing because I was finding myself getting ready and saying, would people wear this? Is this a cool outfit or is this just kind of a boring outfit? And I was feeling the need that I had to have an amazing outfit every time I went outside and that led me to wonder, who is telling me that I have to look amazing with my outfits and how I appear to other people? Who is telling me that? Because I know no one else is judging me. Like we talked about, no one's judging me because they're doing their own thing. No one's judging me. No one's going to come up and say, mm, your outfit's not as good as mine. No one's going to do that. Like, that doesn't even make sense. And yet, I'm thinking as if, people are going to be comparing me to others. I'm thinking as if other people are going to be judging me. And I really need to learn that 
No one is doing that and it's all in my head and I can wear whatever I want and no one's going to be comparing it to what other people are wearing because like I said, everyone just does what they want and has their own style. And so when I think that other people are just going to be focusing on me and what I'm wearing and comparing it, that's just not true because everyone is doing their own thing. They're not worried about other people's thing and what they're doing. And I just, I don't know. That's something that's kind of a drawback, at least personally for me, because with people wearing what they want comes the negative for my personality of stressing and overthinking and worrying people are going to judge me. So there's definitely that kind of negative aspect to it. But something else I learned from New York City is I just learned to show more gratitude. And I learned this from a multitude of experiences. One of them was just, there are not that many parks and forests. There's no forest. There's like no forest. There's like parks with trees, but I didn't see any forest in New York City. So there's no forest and there's no, there's no like, there's barely any like, sidewalks with trees lining every sidewalk and trees everywhere you look everywhere you look there's plants everywhere because a lot of it New York City is very industrial and while that's a great thing because there's a lot of cool architecture architecture at the same time it's like not what my life is like back home because in Ohio there's a lot of forest there's a lot of grass and there's less urban environment and there's more nature now there still is urban environment but there's a ton less than in new york city because in new york city it's more urban environment a lot less nature and i found myself missing the nature that i have in ohio because in ohio i like to go on walks around my neighborhood i just i like to look at all these flowers and trees and I like in the fall when the leaves turn from red and orange and yellow, or they turn from green to red, orange, and yellow. That's what I like. So I love that about Ohio. And while that definitely still happens in New York City, it doesn't happen on as much of a large scale as it does in Ohio because there's just so much more architecture in a smaller amount of space. So it just makes it really hard to have greenery like there is where I live. And I found myself missing that nature. And now that I'm back home, I'm showing more gratitude towards it and looking outside and just being thankful that I look outside and I see a lot of beautiful trees instead of looking outside and seeing a lot of buildings, which is still a great view, seeing all these cool skyscrapers. But... It just makes me miss nature a little more. Something else I'm grateful for in Ohio that New York City doesn't have at all is how quiet it is when I sleep. Now, if you've never been to New York City, then I don't know. You might not know this. You probably would even if you haven't been, but some people might not. So let me just tell you. When you go to sleep in New York City, it is constant traffic, constant honking of car horns, just constant everything. 
and there's a lot of sound. And so when I was in New York City, I had to have my like white noise app turned up all the way because it was just hard for me to sleep with all the background noise because I would hear people screaming or yelling or just talking outside my hotel and I would just not be able to block that out. And even though I still slept pretty well because of my white noise app, at home, it's like there's none of that. I mean, there might be the occasional house party next door, but it's not continuous on an all-night-long loop because New York City is just never quiet. That's why it's called the city that never sleeps. Wow, isn't that cool? Something I learned. But in Ohio, Ohio's not the state that never sleeps because... It's just not like that. There's not that urban environment that in turn produces a lot of that noise and human activity at 4 a.m. Because it's just quiet. And I didn't realize how much I missed it until I was in my hotel room looking up at the ceiling and thinking, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like, just shut up. Just shut up. And in Ohio, that's not the case. I can easily fall asleep. It's quiet. It's peaceful. And yeah, so I love that. I'm grateful for that. And also, something else I'm grateful for is in Ohio, I feel like, I don't, how should I say this? Actually, I'll start with New York City. New York City, there was a lot of homeless people because it is really expensive to live in New York City. I mean, we passed this brownstone home that was in, it was in Manhattan. I don't know where exactly it was, but in Manhattan around a lot of restaurants. So obviously a area that people would want to live in. It was pretty residential though. It was like a more quiet street because there were like brownstones on either side and little small cafes scattered throughout. And it was just, it was a good place to live. I would want to live there if I had enough money, I would want to live there. But I'm thinking this brownstone is $4 million because I know millions of dollars, again, New York City housing prices prices are very expensive. So I'm thinking $4 million tops. So my dad is also curious for how much this brownstone costs. So he goes on Zillow and types in the address and then he looks and we find out that this brownstone is worth 10 million dollars. Actually, it wasn't even 10 million. I think it was 10.5 million. So halfway to 11 million dollars. That is crazy. That is crazy just for a small I mean not small, but just for like a house. Like a house. million dollars and I think the equivalent to that in Ohio would have been $300,000 or something like that I don't know I I'm not a real estate agent I don't know why I'm throwing around these housing prices like I know what I'm talking about because I don't know what I'm talking about so just ignore that but my best guess would be a house that size in Ohio would be about $300,000 and it's just crazy because it makes it so hard to live in New York City and to afford that lifestyle. Everything, the prices of everything are just jacked up, like, so much. And I think that's why there's just so many homeless people, because 
it's hard. You can't, it's hard to afford a place to live. Even an apartment is expensive. And a lot of people have roommates because you have to share that cost with other people. I mean, it's really, really hard to live there. And it just made me kind of grateful for Ohio because it's a lot more affordable to live. And I think that's why especially there's a lot less homeless people is because it's more affordable. I'm not going to say it's affordable because I don't think housing is like super, super affordable for anyone. But, um, well, I mean, I guess like the 1%. But you know what I mean. Owning a house is expensive. That's what I meant to say. And it just made me grateful because people in New York City don't have the privilege of being able to buy a house for a lot cheaper and having their own space to call home that I do in Ohio. And it just made me really grateful for that because our ways of living and everything like that is just so different. So I definitely became more grateful for that. Um, In New York City, there's like, like I said before, there is so much to do. I mean, you turn your head. I said you turn your head and you see people playing frisbee. You turn your head and you see people going out to dinner. I used the you turn your head example five times, but again, it's okay. It's fine. So I'm stressed because how much there was to do because you look and you see, oh, there's a cool museum. But then you look and you see, oh, there's a little flea market. Which one do I go to? Because I don't have time to go to both. So it kind of made me a little stressed because there was just so much to do, so many places to visit, so many things to learn, and I'm only there for three days, so it's not like I can just go to everything. And so we had to make a lot of decisions, like go to the Museum of Modern Art versus the Met. So we decided to go to the Museum of Modern Art. And I was really upset because I wanted to experience everything. I wanted that full New York City experience and it almost made me stressed because I'm like, okay, we have to do this, then we have to do this, and we have to stick to this strict itinerary or else we're not going to accomplish everything we need to get done. And it almost made it like when I was going to these places, like we went to Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Bridge, we went to the Museum of Modern Art, Um, we went to, um, Central, actually, did we go to Central Park? We, oh yeah, we did go to Central Park. We went to, uh, Bloomingdale's, which was really cool because that store is huge and it has so many, like, designer brands. Anyways, that was cool. But we went to a lot of places and I only named, like, four, but we went to a lot more than that. And so, I'm like, okay, we're going here and we're done. We check that off. We've been here for 10 minutes. Let's leave and let's go halfway across the city to this other place. And okay, we've been there for five minutes. We're going to the next place. And it's just like, I was starting to feel like I wasn't actually experiencing anything. I was just going places to check them off a checklist and say, yep, we did that. We're on to the next thing. Instead of experiencing life in New York City and experiencing what it was like to look at art in the Met or, well, we didn't go to the Met, but look at art at this museum 
or explore a flea market or just walk up and down these cute little neighborhoods with all these brownstones for $10.5 million. (laughs) But I was just getting stressed out. I was stressed out. I was like, oh my God, we, we don't have enough time to do everything. And I was kind of having to learn to just go with it, to be flexible and just kind of go with the flow because there's a lot of stuff to do in New York City and there's always going to be that FOMO, fear of missing out. And there was for me, I already have FOMO right now, but in New York City, my FOMO was like 10 times worse because there's like things to do every corner. And when you're doing one thing, you're missing another thing that you wanted to do. And so my FOMO was definitely 10 times worse, but you kind of just learn that you just have to live and you just kind of go with the flow. You're spontaneous. I had to learn to be spontaneous. I like a certain amount of spontaneity. I can't believe I just pronounced that word right on the first try. Spontaneity. Spon- sp- okay. I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not going to mess it up. So I like a little bit amount of spontaneity. Oh my God. See, now I'm messing it up. Why do I do this to myself? I like a little bit amount of that. We're just going to say that. And... I don't like much more than that. I like a little bit like, ooh, a spontaneous decision every once in a while. But in New York City, we were making like decision after decision on the dot. We were like, okay, where do we want to go next? Let's go, let's take a, let's take the subway to the Brooklyn Bridge and then we're going to walk around and get lunch. And then halfway through doing that, we'll say, ooh, I, I want to stop here on our way to lunch. Let's look at this little shop. And it was just on the dot decisions. And I remember one of them was we went to this flea market and not, well, yeah, we went to a flea market and then we went to this little corner thrift store. So I'll talk about the flea market first. The flea market was so cool. Cool. Wow. Really? It was cool. Isn't everything in New York City cool? Yeah, the flea market was so cool. I mean, there were so many little trinkets. I saw, I it was in Brooklyn, by the way. I saw this little lamp made out of a violin or a viola. Oh, I apologize. Um, there is a phone where I'm recording that's ringing. So yeah, but that'll go away soon. But I saw this lamp that was made out of like a viola or a violin And then I saw all these little dishes, these little trinkets, little spoons that were like antique spoons. I saw racks of clothing. There was just everything. That's what I'm trying to say. There was everything there. And I just, I was amazed. And I never would have gotten to experience this flea market and all the things it has to offer if it weren't for spontaneous spontaneous decisions. I'm not going to try to say that word again because I'm just not going to be able to say it again. That's my point. But yeah, it was so cool. And we also went to this little um, corner thrift store because I saw a flyer and I was like, let's just stop by. So on our way to somewhere else, we stopped by this corner thrift store and I got the best hat that I've ever gotten in my entire life and I also met this really sweet lady that was 
helping me pick stuff out. She was so sweet. And I never would have experienced that if I didn't just live in the moment and just make decisions on the spot. And I think too much of that isn't good, but I think also more of what I was doing before of making those decisions on the spot was a good thing for me. And I got to experience stuff I wouldn't have experienced before. And I think that's bound to happen, especially in big cities like New York City. And I just kind of learned that I have to go with it. And I'm going to miss out on some stuff. But when I'm missing out on some stuff, I'm experiencing other really cool things. So, yeah. And I talked about how I met this nice lady at the corner flea market. New York City has really nice people. And I keep seeing people on social media saying, New York City, everyone's so mean. Don't look them in the eyes when they're walking because everyone's just going to bite your head off because people are so mean. I mean, okay, that's an exaggeration. But people were saying that people that lived in New York City were mean. And that's just not true. I met so many nice people. I remember I stopped by this little booth pop-up sunglass shop on the sidewalk and this guy was like hyping me up while I tried on sunglasses he was like you look so sophisticated like you're so beautiful and he was so sweet he was like I think these sunglasses will look good on you you have to try these on and even if he was just trying to sell me some sunglasses and just being nice that way it was just really nice and then I met this other guy on this ferry. We took a ferry to go see the Statue of Liberty and his name was Kurt. I feel like I'm, it's a, he's German. So the American way of saying his name is Kurt, but I want to say it like the German way. So it's Kurt, I think. I think, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Don't hate on me if I'm not. But my dad and him were talking and he was like, oh, my daughter is taking German in high school. And so the guy was German. Kurt was German. And I didn't even know he was. So he starts talking to me in German. And I start having a conversation with him in German. Now, obviously, this German wasn't like fluently back and forth conversation. But he was asking me questions. You know, he was like, oh, how's German class? How old are you? You know, um, he asked me more, I'm forgetting, but he asked me stuff like that, and it was just really sweet, and he was a really nice guy, he was an old guy, but he was really nice, and I just kind of learned that there's just nice people in the world, there's genuinely nice people, there's a lot of negative, horrible people in the world, like cruel people, but there's a lot more nice people, and when you stop and you have a conversation with someone, you just kind of learn that there are nice people in this world. And I think we sometimes forget that because all we see on the news, all we see online are cases of people being awful and cruel to one another. And then you go out on the streets of New York City and you talk to people and they're actually really nice. And I know not everyone is nice, but the people I talked to were really sweet and it just meant a lot. It meant a lot because I know that there are nice people in the world. So, um, that was 
those are all my lessons and experiences from New York City. And hopefully that you can apply these to your own life or you can relate to them or just liked listening to me talking about New York City and you liked listening to me mess up my vocabulary and say cool, interesting, and cool half the time because I my vocabulary needs some work. But hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I had so much fun talking with you guys about New York City. That was fun. It's definitely a place to visit. It's definitely a place that should be added to your bucket list right after you turn off your phone and say, thank God Mail is done talking. You need to go and you need to, um, why am I losing my train of thought? Oh, you need to go and you need to add New York City to your bucket list because it's an amazing city and there's just so many things to do there. So many people to see, places to see, places to go. You just have to go there. And if you live there, then I'm jealous. So I think that's all I have for today. Um, The next episode will be not next Sunday, but the Sunday after that. I don't know what date that is, but you get the point. Um, Follow and everything in between podcast on Instagram for more, for updates, whatever. And if you like this episode, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean so much to me. And yeah, I think that's all I have to say. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for sticking with me for over 45 minutes. I know that might be difficult, but yeah, see you next time.